Welcome to the Beauty Shark. This is our fourth official episode where I take you through the journey of beauty and entrepreneurship. My name is Ginger King. I am a cosmetic chemist and have been in beauty for over twenty years. I want to share with you my story and help you to stay on your course to pursue your passion. Last week, I talked about the power of networking in navigating the career landscape outside and inside the company. This week, I will share with you my New York story. As you recall, I invented the multi-million-dollar hair care product, Ice Spiker, at Joico Salon Hair Care, and enjoyed my first claim to fame in the industry. Quickly, I got recruited by Avon Products in New York, looking for a program leader in the hair care group. I knew very early on, for me to grow, I have to go to where the industry is. If you are a computer programmer, you go to Silicon Valley. If you want to be in beauty, New York is the place to go. Therefore, I jumped on the opportunity and took off from California and moving to New York. I recall I couldn't even tell my mom myself that I was moving, as I I am the only child. I had to tell my uncle to relay the message. In life, you will have decisions on family or career. As very few people have the luxury of having both, I chose career. Why? Because only when you can be self-sufficient, you can help your family. This is no different than what the flight attendants tell you during the air turbulence: put on your mask before you help others. You know what they say: when you look for a position, your boss is more important than the job itself. This is absolutely true. I had a terrific boss in hair care. I was actually looking forward to go to work on Mondays. I received numerous corporate awards while I was in hair care. And one day, the chief scientific officer told me, "Ginger, you are a high performer. In order for you to continue to grow at Avon, you need to go to Color Cosmetics, as that is a bread and butter for Avon." With the blessing of the upper management, I was placed into color cosmetics. Remember, I always wanted to be a makeup artist, and then I decided to make color cosmetics. It's kind of like a dream come true. However, I didn't quite enjoy the time I had when I was in color, partly because I have to leave my favorite boss in hair care, and also because while color cosmetic is fun to wear. But it's so dirty to make. I got covered by clouds of pigments every day, making eyeshadows shades after shades. I was responsible for the statue eyeshadow, which was on a cosmetic executive woman's finalist award list. I was also making mascaras. Making mascara is no fun. It's like making soft charcoal. It can be. Very disgusting at times. <laughs> While I'm on the topic of mascara, I want to throw you a few、uh, tips. Mascara is the most profitable item in color cosmetics because you need to change your mascara every three months. Mascara will either dry out or turn back quickly. You don't want to put anything that's questionable near your eyes. Because of the need of the frequent replenishment, mascara is a big business. 
Secondly, you can have the same formula, but different brushes will give you different effects. When it comes to mascara, the brush counts at least 50% of um, the effect that you are looking for. So yes, you can scale quickly on your mascara empire with one formula base. Thirdly, L'Oreal practically patterns all mascara compositions. So as a mascara chemist, you will spend a lot of time doing pattern searches. By the way, my daring definition mascara was also on CEW, a world finalist list. That is like the Oscar for the industry. So while color is so pretty to look at, it will make a person look beautiful, but making it is not as fun. This is like if you are a manicurist, you make other people's nail look pretty, but you cannot even wear nail polishes yourself because you have to help to take off other people's nail polish first, and that will mess up your own nail polish. Or it's like you're you are a perfumer, you make other people smell good, but you cannot even wear fragrance to work because that will interfere with your daily job. So while color cosmetics make people looking marvelous, but the chemists may have been bathing in color dusts to give you the product you want. So appreciate those people who make you beautiful. And once again, about two years later, an executive recruiter called me. And at this time, the position is director of product development in New York City for a skincare company. Yeah, while everyone is in New York State, borderline New Jersey, it is still no comparison to New York City. So what does director of product development do? It's a dream maker's job. In beauty, usually it is a director of product development comes up with a concept and work with the chemists on technologies to create the products. If you're a cosmetic chemist, 99% of the time you are given an order, they call it a product brief, from the product development marketer to make a product, rather than creating the product and ask the marketer to just go sell it. It does happen rarely, but uh, it's not most of the time. This is like the customers give the chef an order, and chef can influence the customer by saying, well, I have today's special on such and such. But it is ultimately the customer's decision on what they want to order. So by making this move, I am no longer an influencer on the product creation, but I am a dictator on what product to make. I am the customer. I can make the chef to cook whatever I want. And the way I wanted, um, provided I did all the market researches to create the product because at the end, you do want your end consumer to love it too. So why influence while you can dictate or dominate? Think about it. Why influence while you can dictate or dominate? And I think this is particularly relevant for all these influencers these days. Why be an influencer? You create your own trend. So working in New York City is fun, but also can take a toll out of you. 
For that job, I woke up at 5 a.m. every morning and didn't get home until 8 p.m. or later. And on my BlackBerry 24/7. For those of you who don't know what BlackBerry is, the equivalent of a smartphone. Yes, BlackBerry was what's hot at the time. I also had a 14-month-old son at the time, so making my days extra, extra long. The company was a seven-person startup, and while I get to create a lot of fun products and words first, wash off sunscreen. It's a face wash that after you wash your face, you still have the SPF 15 protection. I got burned off very quickly as well because of the workload. Yes, we all have the same 24 hours in a day, but if you do not take care of yourself, you will burn. For quality of life, I started to ask my network to see if anyone can find me a position in New Jersey, where I do not have to rely on public transportation to go to New York City and have more flexibility. For those of you who do not know, if you commute into New York City uh, daily, it's very very expensive. So most of the people do take public transportation. And quickly, I was introduced to a CEO of a contract manufacturer who makes beauty products for others, and we clicked quickly. And he created a position for me as a director of creative business development. It's a very very fun job, the best job ever. I will talk about my New Jersey story next week. For this week, I want you to do one thing out of your comfort zone to accomplish what you always want to do. I left California for New York to pursue my passion. What are you willing to do to pursue your passion? What are you willing to do to pursue your passion? Until next week, be great.